what the fuck's up if your kids are in the car. I'm fucking sorry. It's the Page Avenue Crew Podcast, and my name's Adam. Fuck, fuck, shit, fuck. My name's Dan. Josh. <laughs> if you're, hey, we should, speaking of kids, we should start this the way we ended the last one, about how your mom's too fat to have a baby. <laughs> speaking of kids, let's make some. <laughs> yeah. My dad came so hard that toddlers came uh, out. Aw, <laughs> oh, shit. What you sipping on, Scoobs? Gross. It looked orange. Is that a sailor crushed in? orange and a Captain Morgan's private stock? Damn. Yeah. That's some high school drink. Private stock. That, that private looks... stock is good, though. It's all right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Well, good talk. End of review. That's all you get. Publish. No, nah, it's, uh, it's better than the regular. Not as good as the Captain 100 and definitely still not as good as Sailor. Sailor's like a little too rich for me. It's good, but I can't drink a lot of it. Hey. Sorry, you're a pussy. Sailors, <laughs> your legs are pussies. <laughs> Sailors higher alcohol content, right? Yeah, uh, it's it's ninety two proof, 92, I believe. Ninety two, yeah. and uh, Captain's like seventy eight. Ca- uh, Captain is, yeah, something like that. This is the private stock's eighty proof, but then Captain one hundred's one hundred. One hundred, yeah, keeps it one hundred. Said I'm stuck in ninety two. We need our own alcohol. We do. Let's do it. Hey, if you're listening right but now, what's it, we- hey, what's it? What's it going to be though? Because Dan likes Jameson. Well, it's got, Ryan, I, you you like whiskey. I don't. It's, it's got to be whiskey. I like them all. I'll drink. You don't have to like it. You just got to sell that shit. Most people get tequilas for some reason. And I'm not a real big yeah, tequila guy, but I, I, I drink. I'll drink it if I have I to. I wonder if like the barrier to entry for tequila tequila in some form is because I've noticed that like the Rock. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna go down the like list. Ryan, but like, doesn't like Ryan Reynolds have one? Yeah, aviation. Or his is gin. His is gin. His gin. Yeah, that's yeah. still a dry dry vermouth. <laughs> Sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist. Now, we should make some, like, hood juice. Like, fucking, uh... uh Mad Dog? Like, Mad Dog. We should yeah. make, like, like the worst like the, like the the worst thing at the liquor store. Like, like something we you should... would buy on Page Avenue? Yeah. Dude, when, uh, <laughs> when Shop and Save was going out of business and I bought a whole b- bunch of shit on sale, just because, just to do it, I bought, like, the last Mad Dog on the shelf. It was, like, a dollar. Mad Dog's fucking gross. Was that the first... I think that might have been the first alcohol I ever drank was Mad Dog. Definitely was mine. It was yours too. I had I had never had it yeah. until like uh, until like a few months ago, or yeah, like six months ago. I had it for the first time. What was the first thing you guys drank? Mad Dog Grape in seventh grade. Mine was vodka and orange juice. Yeah, mine was some kind of vodka. I think it might have been a White Russian actually for me because I thought that was funny to be my first drink. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then yeah. he was like, man, it's just tasty. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking delicious. Yeah, those will fuck you up though, man. Yeah, because they taste so good, and, and you just keep I make them in red solo cups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get heavy on the stomach, dude. I've been yeah. actually like fully drunk on only white Russians once, and it was a pretty fucking heavy hangover. I was pretty much only drunk on white Russians that entire warp tour in '08. <laughs> it was yeah. hundred degrees outside. You drinking milk, degrees. basically. Hundred degrees, <laughs> drinking eight milks. <laughs> milk was a good choice. <laughs> yeah, hit that ice in it. I God, had dude. eight milks. You gotta keep your bones strong. Do you drink it with pizza, like your boy Oaks? No. What am I, a caveman? Remember that, uh, like, 2003 or 2002 Warped Tour, whatever one, whichever one we did, and they always gave us cases of Yoohoo for some reason? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. who the fuck wants Yoohoo on Warped Tour? With those, with those fucking, those Hanson's fucking yeah. sodas, the only thing that was good was the cherry flavor. Yeah. That was sweet when we got the, uh, I think it was Vita, Vita Coco or some Vita shit. Vita Coco? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they gave us all those coffees. That was the yeah, shit, though. Yeah, the coffee ones were great. Yeah, Shout that was out to a- Vita Coco. Mm-hmm. They used to hook us up. We're looking for sponsors. <laughs> do you guys ever think about Warp Tour? And do you guys ever think like, damn, that's like, I wonder if 
that'll ever be a thing, just like as like a one-off event, like the Warp Cruise, or just like in LA, they'll do a random like Warped Festival or something. You think that shit's ever going to happen again? Yeah, they'll do that every year when they can, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they were still doing it every time, but not not this year, obviously. Hey, I mean, I'll go on a cruise again. Would you? A couple years from now. (laughs) (laughs) I was so surprised at how much... That was so much better than I would have ever imagined. I had so much fun. Because have, had you guys had, wait, had, have you guys ever been on a, <laughs> had y'all had we, ever had, been on a cruise? <laughs> you know uh, we I've have. Never, I've never been on one. Have you, Adam? Dan? I had never. Nope. No. Okay, so I've, I've always wanted to. No, I've been on a cruise oh, before. Yeah, Adam, you weren't in the band. You missed out on that. Oh, that, yep. yeah, yeah. But like, okay, so I'd been on, I think, two cruises before that. Not my thing at all. So that I was extra kind of like skeptical you know yeah if we weren't getting paid to be there i wouldn't really enjoy being on a cruise but i thought it was great i would have liked it regardless like nah i I mean the music and the music environment was cool either way but i couldn't imagine just being there with like thousand old people you know no josh you went home early on your honeymoon dude on a cruise you'd last (laughs) like you'd last 48 hours not on that cruise i had a great time yeah i'm not saying that cruise i'm saying just a your standard kind of crew dude it's that's fine, but if, yeah. if if all the if all our same people that came with us were there, I'd still have a great time, even if it was a regular cruise. That's true. We did bring a bunch of friends. But I'm saying, if you and Christy went on a cruise, that's what no, I'm saying. We, we would both be bored. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, I went on two cruises through the years before this, and both the times I was, I like 12 hours in, I was like, this is not for me. This is fucking. I I, I want to go do something. You know. Um, what didn't you like about it? Tell me, because I've I've always been interested in cruises. There there is literally nothing to do. But eat and drink, which is so fucking sweet for all of twelve hours. And then I maybe I'm just I'm just wired different. I don't know. I just want to do shit. You know, I just want to like go in the jungle and shit. <laughs> I wanna, so I'm like, cr- crazy with like fucking rock climbing walls and all kinds of pools. Some and of shit. them are. Some some I I did like two Caribbean the higher end ones. I did one in Mexico and then one in the Caribbean. And I mean, dude, it's just a it's like I don't want to be like shitty, but it's just like. Mostly sixty and over overweight white people eating ice cream cones all day. <laughs> like for real. My point is, I was really skeptical. I was like, Defer- "Not my thing, man. Not my thing at all." And it was so fucking fun. Like so fun. I had a great yeah. time. Yeah, I got I a spa a- for I got a spa for free. <laughs> yeah, Josh uh, and I went to pay for the spa because, dude, you remember doing the the sauna, steam room, cold plunge? Yeah. We get out. We we'd feel like a million dollars every goddamn day, dude. Uh, yeah. And then at the end of the day, at the end of the cruise, whenever your bill settled, like nope. I had like a seven hundred dollar bill in my room, and whatever yours was too. But it, it you they never charge you. It was like two hundred dollars, one hundred fifty dollars, whatever. Like they didn't even can, charge like, you. You can check it on your phone the whole time, like what yeah. you get charged every day, and it yeah. never showed up. And I was just like, all right, well, <laughs> yeah, cool. Some guy named Josh Willis in room seven forty two got charged. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking hosed. You know what wound up being way better though? You remember going into it? We were all like really bummed that alcohol wasn't included. I mean, totally makes sense. It's like a bunch of fucking band dudes. Like, if if yeah. if they had free alcohol, I mean, dude, that could yeah yeah that would work. It, it was shitty till we played the first show and we got like our quote unquote writer. Well, I took yeah, the bottle was, of Captain back to the room. <laughs> yeah, what I was gonna say is going into it is like, damn, we're gonna. Sp- literally spent a thousand dollars on alcohol and then they had that backstage room uh and it was just like morning till night there was just alcohol sitting around and we realized you can just go in anytime you want and just get a drink it's like oh okay it's all right that's cool and it was fun hanging at the bar with the common folk (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) with those little people those fucking normies well i think that that was awesome though i thought that was fun the price i think 
I think there was only super fans on that cruise. Oh yeah. Of whatever band they were band or bands they were there to see. So I think that like it was only people that that's because that was the thing. Like the shows were so much better than I thought. That, like you know, you're playing on a cruise ship. I was like, dude, are we like, are we are we gonna like play between the uh, the puppeteer and the magician? Like, you know, are we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't know what to expect, and it was like a full on show for people that were really excited to be there, super into it, and I think that's because they all paid like so much money to be there. You know. Yeah, they're gonna fucking rage and get their money's worth. Yeah, it's it's only like super fans of whatever bands and stuff. So yeah, hanging out just like Dan said, like at nighttime, just like hanging out with the you know the people in the crowd is like fucking really fun. Yep, dude, I um I work with some people that go on cruises on the reg, and I've heard about cruises. I don't know shit about actual cruises, but I, I have heard that there are dope ones where you you kind of follow the coast of wherever you are, and like yeah. every other day you stop and actually get to go into a town or something, or you get to go do activities that you would do at like a normal vacation. And then, uh, you know, also lots of shit on the ship that I guess you guys haven't had in, in your experience. And it's always just seemed fun to me. Yeah. I don't know. It, it feels like, like sex. I see. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like, I don't know, like a fucking, like I would picture myself being in like a sci-fi movie. Like I'm on a, a ship, like a spaceship. You know what I mean? Like think, you're completely away out in the middle of fucking the ocean, which feels like goddamn space in the dark. You know what I mean? I think as much as you hate Cracker Barrel, I think you would be surrounded by a lot of the same kind of clientele. Oh, fuck. I think, but here's my thing. I think if you had a large group of people doing it, it makes it different. Like That's if true. If you had like 12, 14 people going, yeah. Yeah. it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, it's like, like going to any bar. Like you can go to the worst bar on the planet with ten of your yep. friends, and it's gonna be fucking fun. You know, yep, it doesn't matter. That's true. We are yep. the fucking party. You remember when we all worked? When we all worked at Papa John's? Like how? Yeah. Like we were working at a fucking pizza place, and it was still fun because there was twelve <laughs> yeah. of us there. You know? Well, we were like Dwyer's. We were working at Dwyer's for yeah, four twenty-five yeah. an hour, and we yeah, had yeah. a great time. <laughs> yeah, you'd show up even if you weren't on the clock. You'd oh, show yeah. up just to hang out. Yeah, just yeah. sit on the deck the whole time. I yeah, look at yeah. the people working inside going, I'm not doing that right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sucks yep. to be him. Yo, have you guys probably heard a little bit, I'm sure Josh, you have, and maybe Ryan, about the Star Wars hotel that's going to be in yeah. uh, Disney World? It's like $9 million a night to stay there. It's not as bad as I first thought it was. And if you, you know, it's like, I think it's maximum like eight, eight to a room or something like that and split amongst those people. It's expensive, but not crazy. But the idea is that you're, you're like on a space liner. You're on like a fucking spaceship and it's a fully inclusive experience like, or immersive experience. Like you, you get on a, a quote shuttle, like you get in this thing that looks like you're getting into a spaceship that's taking off and it'll have windows inside it that look like you're, you're going into space. And then it docks air quotes again with this spaceship, which is just the hotel. You've docked with another dude before. <laughs> Dude, docking so nice. Um, <laughs> the way <laughs> so nice. <laughs> the way uh, the way the experience will work, it'll be like you're getting in a spaceship. The windows in your rooms will be like LCD screens. Essentially, it's gonna be like you're in a fucking ship. So sounds terrible. Cool story, dick face. Yeah, I'm, I'm so I'm so like beyond pumped. But <laughs> wrong podcast, fool. But I'm just kidding. Think, I'm just kidding. It, that does sound cool. I'm just kidding. I think if they ever do a cruise ship like that? Because you know Disney has a ton of fucking cruise ships. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking insane hey, and amazing. On that Disney cruise ship note, when we uh, pulled into whatever stop we did on that warp cruise, yep. we were next to a Disney cruise ship 
Oh, yeah. it was it was four times the size of our cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember I walked out of ours and I looked up and I went, "Hey, that water slide goes outside of the ship." <laughs> yeah, ours was kind of low low budget one, I think. But. Yeah, and they were like, so they had fucking people washing the outside of it. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, "What the fuck's happening right now? That thing's huge." But they had like five stages set up in there. I mean, it was cool, man. No, yeah, Adam, that hotel is in Disneyland. It's already like, open. No, it's almost done being built in Disney World or adjacent to Disney World. I'll send you a link to the... They actually have actual shots of what the rooms look like now, not just the concept stuff. It's fucking incredible, dude. Hey, mm-hmm. Ryan, remember on that warp cruise where I had the best Star Wars tank top of the whole cruise? <laughs> yeah. Everyone yep. loved that shit. Yeah, dude, I do remember like every single person every night. Yep. Hey, I just had a random thought. If I was going to open a hotel, I mean, you need like an extensive legal waiver. Imagine a hotel... Where there's just like wild animals everywhere, like dangerous ones, like poisonous snakes and shit. And the whole point is you just have to survive the whole time. You don't know what's under your bed. You don't know what's down the hall. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Just, People would pay for that, dude. You, you I know. should go sleep in the savannah. Yeah. Yeah. How much does it cost to just, you know, go in the jungle? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like go in the jungle. So like. <laughs> hey, Mike Ortiz yep. said in Discord, he has a legit question. By oh, the shit. way. Discord is something you would have access to if you're a patron. If you're not, you could become one. The question is, what's the best advice you've ever been given? <gasps> oh, damn. Mm. Hold up. I'm going to buy us a time for a second. Buy us some time. Is Mike Ortiz the one? Who, which one of these cats did the Photoshop with me in the basket on the bike? The ET? Is that Mike? I think he does all of those pretty oh much. My God, yeah, dude. Mike does a lot of them. I think uh, he's killing it. Cronin, dude. Cronin does some too. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I posted it on here, but uh, I said, uh, if you have a fallback plan, you will fall back. Yo, where did you... Adam, I know where you heard that from. Yeah. Did you hear that from me, from from somebody else? You heard it from from Rosie O'Donnell, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm serious. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember where I heard it. I heard it in in college. I may have said it because I... You guys all used to say that back in the day. Yeah. In interviews, I remember it. I don't know who said it, but I'm I'm googling right now. Googling, Adam. I just remember, like, way back in the day, you said that before I moved to California, and you attribute it to Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, like, this cat's quoting Rosie O'Donnell. I, I always thought that was funny, but it, it it's a fucking great quote. <laughs> I mean, it's a good quote. That's not necessarily true. You can probably have a backup plan sometimes too, but. If you don't, then maybe you'll work harder. I don't know. We didn't have backup plans, so it worked for us. It changes the stakes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not have one. You don't even eat steak. Somebody say steak. (laughs) (laughs) I love pizza. You know what's like a... um, You're my favorite quote. Um, Super cliche. Everyone's heard this one, but like the one I find to be more true every fucking week, month, year of my life that goes by is just the old... uh, all don't right, sweat. all right, all right. <laughs> no, don't don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff because ninety nine percent of shit just just not, does not fucking matter. You think everything matters, and then you just get older, you get some perspective, and you real, realize that pretty much nothing matters. There's like six things that matter. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I like the song "Nothing Else Matters." Yeah, mm-hmm. hey, you can find a bunch of quotes from Matthew McConaughey's book. I read it. <laughs> I read that shit too. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that part where he's um, seven. And he built a treehouse 113 feet off the ground. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> 75 age, stories or whatever it was. At age seven? My son is seven. Uh, yeah. Dude. I like what he, he was in Australia. That's my favorite Oh, part. my God. That's fucking crazy. Did you guys ever have legit 
tree houses that you built like from scratch on your Ryan own? Ryan did. Oh, dude, I had I three did. tree houses with bridges. I got, Adam, I had a straight Ewok village in my backyard. I had a, the main cl- my main clubhouse with the garage that I, my go kart was parked in. A bridge going to a separate tree house, and then a bridge going to a third tree house. And in my mom's backyard, the ladder is still nailed to this oak tree. I mean, I built the shit when I was like nine. And they're still... That's tight. It was still there when we met. Yeah, because we used to jump off the roof of the clubhouse onto the trampoline. Yeah. So yeah. it was built... I don't re- remember. Was there a tree like in the middle of, of your mom's backyard that was cut down before I was no, around? No, it, it was all behind that garage. There was, two, there was two tree houses and then a freestanding clubhouse that I built. That's tight. I Dude, that's what I did. I just built shit. Non-fucking-stop. Skateboard ramps, BMX ramps, clubhouses... Everything. That's like my childhood, just like making weird shit. I had these giant, fucking giant oak trees in my backyard, in my parents' house. I don't know if you guys remember, but the first branch that you could even get to was like 25 feet in the air, so I could never build shit like that. I was always so bummed. I had a sandbox in my backyard when I lived on Meadowview. Cool. And my dad, <laughs> my dad chainsawed a, uh, a hole through the bottom of the trunk for like me to push my cars through. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you, remember, you know what your mom's house, or her present house, present I know, day house? I know her house. I'm familiar. Yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say, you know that little, like, it's not a garage, but a it's shed? not like, it's not a shed, though. It's like a... It's a, it's a shed. Carport? No, no it's no, like no. a it's like a shed that's not, it's like it's out, built... It's, a, it's, it's what we call an outbuilding. It's like an outbuilding. Do you remember how hard I tried to live in that mug? Like, I was yeah, so... Yeah, and I, and, I, and I told Ryan, you would die in the summer. <laughs> yeah. But I was so, like, wanting to, like, move out of my mom's house and, like, be out on my own that I was willing to live in your shed. Yeah, you know? it was a uh, – we tried – me and my sister and a couple of her friends tried to make it, like, a clubhouse kind of thing. But then, <laughs> play, like – To play D&D in? Not to be, like, emo and listen to The Cure and stuff. It was – it's just – it's too hot, and it gets too hot in that fucking thing. It's hot as a fuck in this thing. Now it holds uh, pool equipment and stuff. Isn't it great how we ask the patrons for questions and instead it's just uh, memes and Photoshop jobs of Dan with the giant beard and yeah, yeah. it's great. There's uh, Dr. Evil. Oh, There's uh, Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. Sweat this. Hold up. Shooter McGavin. First night of hockey season. Uh, this is from Dylan. First night of hockey season. Uh, who is your favorite athlete? I just bring this up because The Last Dance, the, do- the Michael Jordan documentary, no joke. I've watched it start to finish five times now. Uh, it's, it's my, I think it's my favorite, definitely my favorite sports documentary I've ever seen in my life. I don't know if you guys watch that shit. Yeah. It's great. No, man. I don't fuck with sports. I've watched it three times. Dude, it's goddamn amazing. Adam, I know you don't even like sports, but holy shit. You would like, you would be captivated because the dude it's like, I, I, I remember watching those games like that era of the bulls, you know, man, I've seen, you know, I've seen space jam. So yeah, that covers it. Do you guys have a favorite athlete? Dylan wants to know. Dylan. I have favorite athletes within different sports. So my favorite baseball player ever is Chris Carpenter. Mm. My favorite hockey player is Martin Brodeur. I don't even know who that is. My favorite (laughs) basketball player is uh, Michael Jordan, but I'm not really a big basketball fan, so that's kind of an easy answer. I'm sure I have other ones. I was trying to think of a funny answer, and I don't even know any guys' sports names, sports guys' names. Happy Gilmore. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even, I don't watch any team sports. Um, I love baseball, but I don't like watch it or anything. Uh, so my favorite athletes would all be like, just like climbers and shit that no one would know. So it doesn't even, Hey, they're athletes, right? It don't No, That's what I'm saying. Like I used to have favorite skateboarders, but I don't, I don't remember them anymore either. Andrew Reynolds, 
I, I used to love Andrew Reynolds. Still do, but I actually have a real answer, despite not caring about sports at all. Evander Holyfield. Who is it? Ozzy Smith. Mm. Oh. The wizard? Yeah, growing up. Yeah, when I was when I was a kid, watching him do little backflips on Yeah. Oh, that was the shit, day. dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That was yep. pretty good. So when I was you know, when I was little and I played baseball, shortstop was my favorite position. I played that probably most. That's what I played so, too. Now power bottom's your favorite position. <laughs> but uh when I was a little little kid, for some reason, when I was super into baseball, my favorite cardinal was Daryl Porter, the catcher, the dude who had the coke addiction. He did all the cocaine? Yeah. Mm. With the glasses? Yep. The big, thick-ass glasses. Mm-hmm. He looks just like Jason Bachman from Strange Donuts. Mm. Oh, yeah, I know that. Looks just does. like Gary Mag- Machetti. <laughs> <laughs> Down Gary on Mach- a fucking Fifth Street. I didn't know that was his last name. Jason's fucking hilarious. We should have him on the podcast. Yeah. Dude. He will tell some, some fucked-up stories that will blow your goddamn mind. That dude hustles. He was in a cult. He was in a cult? He got sucked into a cult when he was a teenager, yes. What kind of cult? Was he in that cult that met at the Aquadome out in fucking wherever that place was people used to go when we were teenagers? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I remember that. What cult he in? What, 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 tell me. You can't just leave me hanging. I, I don't know the details, but oh. he... Like he was supposed to go to Waco, but like didn't? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was like that. I know there's a documentary about it. Um, I, I don't remember it. When we have him on, he should tell the story. Yeah. He'll, he'll blow your mind with stories. I'm serious. Dude, I know we don't really talk about current events at all because we just talk about dicks, but mm. I don't know. Do you guys want to talk? Oh, yeah. yeah, and you guys <laughs> participated in like an insurrection or like a coup or anything lately or revolution? <laughs> I was there. <laughs> uh, I stole the pen. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys Do you guys think we should, um, you know, venture out to those waters? you guys want to talk about know. that shit? I'm not scared to fucking say anything at all, ever, but I don't know if you guys are. I mean, uh, I put all my shit out there on social media so people know what I think, but I'll just say that it's fucking scary, the, the kind of shit that's happening that, and that could continue to happen. That's what I think. I'll yeah. listen to you guys talk about it for 20 minutes. That's fine. I, well, I was, uh, Josh called me, or he sent, in, in our group text, Josh sent a picture, and I was like, oh, I thought it was just like a meme or some shit, and I was uh, editing. That guy, that guy pretended to be Eddie Vedder? I, well, I was just <laughs> like, yeah, 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 that, that cat. Um, I, was, I was editing a photo shoot, and Josh called me, and, he, and I was like, what's up? He's like, dude, are you watching? I was like, uh, I'm just, I, I had fucking no idea what was going on. And he's like, dude. You're being very undue. <laughs> yeah, I had no no idea this shit was even happening. Fucking wild though, man. Yeah, man. Fucking Yo, wild. did anybody else think that the dude with the podium looked exactly like Scott McNew yes, in that picture? Yes, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that one, yeah. Scott, what are you doing? Scott works at the point, right? Yes. Yeah, he's on air. Is he an on air personality? Mm-hmm. Really? King Scott. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know if that was like an honor thing or just like a thing they do like for events or whatever. Ben famous. Uh, that's fucking awesome. See, is he like have a show? Nah, I think he's, he's just on and off morning show, right? I think he produced, is he a producer on the Riz show? Maybe. Maybe. I don't really know. I haven't logged into the radio in a long time. <laughs> logged onto the radio in a while. I haven't logged onto the radio in about seven years, so I don't know. Yeah. But um, no, that's fucking dope. Scott used to be our merch guy. Bamboo Amigo, Gordon Host, he was one of those guys. It's our second DVD that they're in, right? Yeah. Mainly? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, they're in. <laughs> <laughs> you did make a... <laughs> they're, in Page, they're in Page Avenue because it shows them on Warp Tour in 04. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the shit where, they're, where Scott's drunk and shirtless, <laughs> do we put that in? Uh, I don't know. And he's got shit drawn all over him? Probably not. They were on the Nintendo Fusion and everything, so the whole yeah. tour. Oh yeah, that's right. We have both. Of the, we paid both of them. They split salary so they could both yeah. be out. Oh, they like, yeah, they, they right. both had like two fifty a week. 
to be. I'm going to go with you, but you guys should discuss Scott McNew in Japan. Fuck, he just said Japan. Yeah, I've been watching uh, Cobra Kai, as one does. <laughs> Clearly, they actually went to Okinawa and filmed that shit. Yeah, yeah looks like it. And it just made me miss that shit so, so much. It's so beautiful, man. It's so beautiful. <laughs> that chick that, um, I forgot her name, that he reunites with, uh, uh-huh. he reconnects with or whatever. What, what was her name? In the in the movie Ali. in part two, Ali. no, no, not Ali. Tomiko or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomiko. Yeah, yeah. Is is that the same actress? It is. Yeah. Wow. I immediately went to IMDb. Yeah, because she doesn't look quite the same. She doesn't like her you whole know? like face shape changed as she became older. Did you get to the part where he says, "Cause your legs are pussies"? Did you get there yet? I saw that. Yeah. No, dude. But <laughs> oh, every God. time they're together, I'm just like waiting for it. Like, oh, is he gonna say it now? It was pretty early in the third season. Yeah. It's not too far in. Maybe I missed it. <laughs> Does he say it before or after he gets in the actual wheelchair? It's while he's in it. He's Yeah, and he's like... It's, he's it's like his bitch. rehabilitation. Huh. Yeah. I'm only on episode... I think I finished episode five last night. I think you should have seen yeah. it then, dude. Yeah, you might have missed it. You missed it. What you watching? We're talking about Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Nah. <laughs> I'm just going to have to... Dude, I have to say... I said before the podcast we can't talk about this show again because we talk about it too much. <laughs> I have to say, I love this show and I will finish it. And if there's another season, I'll watch that too. But I feel like it's getting worse. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the fucking teenage fight scenes and shit, it gets real cheesy. The teenage fight scenes are like you will, if you're eating food, you're going to spit your food out laughing because it's it's so fucking bad. It's so bad. How did Netflix pick it up and it got worse? We're talking about it, aren't we? Yeah, it's Uh, fucking great. I still love it. The kids are just real bad. Yeah. And totally miscast as well. Third season ends fucking great, though. (laughs) I was like... Yes, I think I watched the last one last night. Have you guys watched What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah, uh-uh. I love that I shit. watched one episode. Oh, God, it's so good. Yeah, I love that. That was my go-to-bed show for a long time. Oh, it's so good. What is that? Wait, what? what is that? So, What We Do in the Shadows, it, it was a movie with, from the guys um, from Fly of the Concord mm. and Ta- Taika Waititi. Yeah, he did fucking Ragnarok and uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, but he's... Looking like Daryl Palumbo. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, so he co-wrote that and it was also in the movie and then they did a, a tv series with like some different actors and it's fucking amazing it's on fx i think it's a comedy mm. vampire show basically it's so good it's like a mockumentary yeah it's yeah so well. it's like it's spinal tap for vampires yeah it's like yeah or like real world for vampires <laughs> yeah it's it's so good though they're all out of touch and really douchey and stupid but they're vampires and they're still you know they have all the shit the vampires have they eat people and, and all it's that like, kind of shit but yeah it's set like now now times but they still dress from like fucking the 18th century and stuff mm-hmm. it's really good like, and they live in like new york <laughs> in the first episode one of them has to go to court about like a zoning issue yeah. you know and he's, he's like full vampire shit it's so good dude. it's amazing <laughs> uh yeah i need um, a new show we should get sponsors to just pay us to watch their shows and then talk about it on here because mm-hmm. we're always selling shows to each other they're called patrons. But we're always like trying to tell each other why something's cool. It's like, dude, the show's great, man, because of this. Can we get sponsored by TNT? We know drama. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we talk about music like that? Why aren't we like, you guys heard that band, man? Music's overrated, bro. <laughs> when was the last time you heard a new band or at least a new album that you were telling people about? That's a really fucking good question. Mm, I do that all the time. Tell us one, Dan. It's usually like a band that, you know, has been around. Uh, recently, me and well, Ryan has been talking about this lately, but the new Machine Gun Kelly record, uh, which I know is very divisive amongst uh, rock and roll people and rap people, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I think it's 
just controversial to say, but I think it's the most punk rock, punk pop punk record in a really long time. Just mainly because of the lyrics and how he doesn't give a fuck. Dude. Um, you know, and just like the subject matter and shit, it's obviously like simple. Is it actually pop punk? Yeah. It's a full pop punk record. Dude. Oh, well. yeah. yeah. He like and- left the rap game temporarily because Travis Barker plays drums on the whole thing and it's fucking oh. great. Dude. Yeah. It's like shocking in it's like, say what you want about like, Dude's obviously like a megastar and you know, it's easy to be cynical and be like, Hey, that's calculated. This, this yeah. is calculated. This song's calculated. This social post is calculated. This outfit's calculated, blah, blah. It's so easy. Hey, to like, it, Brian, is it calculated or calculated? It's calculated. <laughs> calculated. But when you listen to it, it's like, say what you want. You love it, hate it, whatever. But like the dude's fucking onto something. Cause I listened to the whole record fr- front to back. And it was just like captivated the entire time. The lyrics are fucking like pretty goddamn authentic, dude. You know, they're yeah, just fucking great. Yeah. Dude, and the last song on the record, although he oh, did a bonus edition, but that the one about his daughter. Yeah. It's like, fucking like, it tears me up every time I hear it. it I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Dude, it's like the craziest song I've heard in a long time. Yeah. Bitch! <laughs> I'm a fucking bitch. When I hear it, I turn into a full bitch. I, feel, yeah. I really do. I'll be driving home at like midnight sometimes from like wherever, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this song? I hate it. Hold on, I gotta figure out what it's called. Yeah, no, I I had I had a a a, a very similar reaction to that song. You know, Dude, like that song is insane. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, I know it's you know super pop music and it's whatever, but it's really good. It's a good fucking record. He's a pretty solid singer, right? I mean, you know, he, it, like, dude, he, it's he, not he that sing. he's a good singer. He's fucking means it. Yeah. He every it's word like that comes out of fuck. every word that comes out of his mouth, he fucking means it. And that yeah. doesn't matter if he's a good singer or not. You know, the song is called "Play This When I'm Gone." Yeah. For anybody out there who wants to hear a fucking really sad song, a sad song, but like deep, but, deep sad, not not like but sad, deep, sad, but. and uh, the lyrics are really. Fucking good, or just real? Yeah, they're good. It's real about how he feels about how he'll his daughter will uh, live longer than him, as we all feel with children. But so yeah, uh, I think over the last like couple months, I've I've, I've been like listening to that shit, and um, it's cool because you listen to that, and then I don't know, it made me start to kind of go back and listen to like some um, some of the early pop punk stuff that really influenced us back in the day. You know, like what? Like what? Tell the people. Like what? Like. Uh, mostly saves the day, you know. Um, some some of the like the older Taking Back Sunday stuff. It's not really pop punk, but like I don't know. It just gives me like s- some of the same feelings. But mostly saves the day, mm. you know. But um, I don't know, dude. It's it's some cool shit. It's really cool. Yep. When I look through my Spotify search, it's all shit that my kids listen to. So I can't tell you guys anything else good. Don't you hate that shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's like FGTV and fucking like kid shit. Um. I have Faith No More on here for some reason. I don't remember searching and listening to Faith No More anytime recently, but evidently I did. My, my oldest loves fucking Post Malone. Loves him. <laughs> yeah. Post Malone's great, my, dude. Yeah, he, he's fucking good, man. Last thing I recommended to somebody nobody else can listen to. I, I have a demos from somebody that I can't say anything about. Um. <laughs> it's the only thing I've... And that was like two years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or Run the Jewels, but that's old shit. Yeah. Like yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. knows who Run the Jewels is. I ran late. Yeah, yeah, I ran yeah. to the jewels late. Uh, Post Malone, like I've heard him on podcasts, I've read interviews, I've seen shit. Like, definitely a super talented dude, and he seems like super fucking cool. But I, just, I can't get into his music, man. I'm not into it either. But my kids love that shit. Yeah, I just can't do it. I don't know. I mean, I like some of his songs. His his last record's really good. That song with Ozzy Osbourne is fucking cool, man. I don't know if you guys heard that one, but hmm. the funny thing is though, like with Spotify, 
my kids will play Spotify and it'll just go to the next song. So I, I came upstairs one day and Raleigh was playing some video game and like Run the Jewels was playing. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That last Run the Jewels album, I love the production on it, man. It's that so, shit is all, all like so good. Yeah, but the last one's just I, I it's all fucking ninety sounding and all I don't know, it's dope. I love it. Very uh Wu Tangy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. dude, that's yeah, like, yeah. I think of Wu-Tang Clan, I think about, like, us, AJ Miller, just fucking skateboarding. Listen, dude, I, I've listened to 36 Chambers probably more than any other rap album ever made. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Ex- exactly what it reminds me of. You yeah, know? All my first memories of you and your pickup truck. Pickup truck. <laughs> Wu-Tang. Pickup truck is, yeah. yeah, you pulling up into Ivan while we're skateboarding and they're going, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing yeah, to yeah. fuck with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is a Wu-Tang Clan? Uh, yeah, I know <laughs> so every... I, w- I wouldn't know that without you guys. I could put on 36 Chambers and I know every single word start to fucking finish. Dude, I showed Ashley uh, Popstar. This reminded me of it at the end. She never seen it? No. Uh, I just remember at the end of it, like, he's like, we're like the Wu-Tang Clan. And you're like the Riz. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. she loved it. But um, do you guys remember, like, being in Nashville? You guys showed that to me in Nashville when we were doing drums for Wolves. Oh, yeah, I remember, star. like. Oh, Popstar, yeah. Yeah, we would put it on, like, before we go to the bar or dinner or whatever. And I just, like, that part we autographed the dick in the window. <laughs> <laughs> no one talks about like Popstar. He's got like a little clock, cocktail napkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if they didn't promote it enough or if people didn't understand. Like, I don't, I know I didn't understand it was actually a Lonely Island movie. I was like, oh, what is this? Okay, so. And then people just didn't see it? I don't know. So here's here's my question. We did. Are, are we just fucking that weird? Are our sense of humor, our collective chemistry and sense of humor is just that weird? Because to me, like... I think it's fucking amazing. And whenever I watch it with you guys, we laugh nonstop. <laughs> we cry laughing, you know? But I've literally never heard another person talk about that movie once. I think I think it's a sense of humor thing. I, I really do. Yeah, but it's like it, cater, it caters directly to us because it's about music. It's yeah. just like that, like rock star as well with Mark Wahlberg. Nobody likes that fucking yeah. movie, but we all fucking love it. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Pop star people who have seen it fucking love it. Yeah. I And I've... Dude, I saw I saw the Lonely Island live, and all the pop star songs. People went the fuck off. Wow. There was like six thousand people oh, in the room. Oh, you saw the Lonely Island live? Yeah, dude, it was incredible. Oh, Where? Was it incredible? Bad? <laughs> Milwaukee, I think. And fucking Jose Canseco was there, dude. He came out. <laughs> it was incredible. Whoa. When was Bench this? Bros. And why the fuck didn't you tell us? I did. No, you did. I was didn't. trying to get you guys to go. I don't remember. Yeah, I that. did. did I have no memory now. of this. Do you guys have any memory? Josh, of this? I texted Wrong. you specifically and was like, "Yo, you want to go to this?" And you're like, "Oh, I don't know. I'll go." Donut's appointment or whatever. You probably so. texted me like the day before you were going to leave or something. Told you when I was buying tickets, dog. Anyway, the best part in Popstar is the, the fucking bee scene where it like cuts to black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the blowtorch. Uh, uh, shit's great. Mom, 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 pet music. No, my favorite part is when they cut to the, uh, <laughs> they cut to uh, what's his face and he's like showing his like woodworking stuff. Yeah. It's like this yeah. is called government in crisis or well, I don't know what the fuck he says. For obvious, For obvious yeah, reasons. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I was just, I was watching with Ashley. She really fucking liked it, but there was like called- five parts that I was like in tears, you know? Government in crisis. Gov- this is a hat. <laughs> yeah. It's so dude, good, and dude. it's just a shitty block of wood. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, happy you are, uh, uh, how happy are you at the end though when it, 
it's revealed that he's like a super successful weed farmer and he has this like fucking dope ass <laughs> studio and they're all the yeah, style yeah. boys are all back together. I'm just yeah. like smiling yeah. around. Think about it. It's so good. It's so good. Dude, I also think it's a genuinely just good movie. Yeah. It's like a good yeah. story. I think Little Nicky's a fucking genuinely good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you ask Dennis Mergenthaler about, about that movie, he will fight you because he hates it so much. What? Popstar? Really? No, uh, Little Nicky. Oh. Does he really? Yeah. I mean, Little Nicky's I mess with him all the time. He fucking hates it. He's like, how the fuck do you like that, man? <laughs> My kids love Little Nicky. <laughs> yeah. Little Nicky, I feel like, is so much more like times a hundred more of like a taste in humor, love it or hate it kind of thing than pop I just mean most of those kind of movies, you know? Like, yeah, That's yeah. My Boy with Andy Samberg and Adam Sandler. Fucking amazing. Oh, dude, it's, Nobody likes that, that movie, though. It's, it's a bad movie, but it's good. I don't think I've seen it. <laughs> it's fucking great. I've never even heard of that. Oh, yeah. oh you've never seen that? No. Oh. It's great. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, Andy Samberg is Adam Sandler's son in the movie. Whoa. And like, and Andy, uh, Adam Sandler. It's, it's hard to say both of them. Adam Sandler is like a... a he was like a teen, like sensation, like a little kid sensation in the eighties. Yeah, and like an actor, or what? what yes. No, was it that? Or no, he was, was like okay. So mutant. he got famous because he slept with his teacher. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like a scandal. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so he got famous throughout that. And did they have sex too, or just take a nap together? Andy Samberg was like the kid from that, and like the wife, the mom went to jail. So and, he was like thirteen or something when he was born. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. But he was like, it was he was like giant star because of that in the eighties. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, I'll have to watch it. Um, speaking of Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler has a n- newish movie called Uncut Gems. I'm sure you guys watch it. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Oh, I, I haven't it. seen it yet. I got like halfway through it and fucking had to turn it off because it stressed me out so bad. It was stressful. Oh, really? It is stressful and it makes yeah. you just feel like shit. I and watched I just it and, like, and it was cool, but I never want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. More stressful than um, what's the Paul Thomas Anderson movie that he's in? Requiem for a Dream. No, no, Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, the one that Adam Sandler um, did, right? Oh, wait a minute. I thought, Fuck. never mind. Uh, Adam, you and I have talked about how we don't ever want to watch Requiem for a Dream ever again. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's got a similar vibe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just the whole but, time uh, he's just an idiot and everything's going wrong. And you're like, yeah. motherfucker, what are you doing? And yeah. Yeah, it's it so stressful. stressful and it just makes you feel like shit. I probably got like 70% of the way through it and I was just like, I'm out. I'm done. Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. More anxiety than that? Uh, it's similar. I, li- I like that movie, but... I don't. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I like I like Adam Sandler in the serious roles, but yeah, this one this one was just hard to hard to get through. And it was cool. Uh, it was like in a good way. Like you know, it's good. You're like, fuck, this is really accurate. And I just fucking hate this right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I don't want to be summation. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah you yeah. know, it's it's executed perfectly, and that's why it's that good. But I wonder if we love movies so much because we're musicians. Like I wonder if there's like that hits lights up the same part of the brain. Because I feel like half of yeah. our fucking lives are quoting movies to each other or talking about movies. Yeah, that's why I, I said the thing like we don't do that about music because we, you know, we play music so it's normal to us. But yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like whatever movie uh, or show that they, they said this quote, they were like, every musician wants to be a, an athlete, every athlete wants to be a musician or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah It's yeah, kind of yeah. like the same thing. Like successful people in different industries just kind of yeah. respect the other ones in a yeah. different way than some people. Dude, I'm... um. I'm on a tear right now fucking writing songs and I think it's because I've been listening to a bunch of new music and watching a bunch of new shit, you know? Cause I, I sometimes get, I'm like guilty of just listening to the same things over and over again that like I love and not yeah. opening my mind to new shit, you know? So I kind of made this 
like, I don't know, maybe like two months ago, I was like, dude, I'm not going to listen to anything familiar for like a couple weeks at least. And, and I just watched some new shit. And I, I don't know, man. Like, what? Do you guys have anything? I know we, we just talked about this, but like, give me some more shit to listen to. So, so you, you're saying you're like Quaid before he met Quado? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, like, I'm in, like, I'm in the fucking zone right now. Open your mind, Quaid. I'm writing, like, a song a day right now, and it fucking's awesome, and I want some more music to inspire me, you know? I just looked at my, at my Apple Music recently played thing, and I realized I've only listened to one album one time since the year started, which was He Is Legend, White Bat. I haven't listened to anything new <laughs> at all, except for the Mandalorian score yeah. in a long time pretty exciting i mean that's fucking great i listen to a lot of new shit but it's all just like shitty punk bands like uh there's a band called get dead they're on mm-hmm. fat records and they're fucking awesome and their new record is amazing uh the other one i had on here was i am the avalanche their new record's fucking great but they're all just like you know normal punk bands they're not like it's, it's not like- gonna win grammys or anything uh no effects has a new song out they got a new record coming out it's fucking awesome dan is it hard for you to hear like because you love like you know you're talking about shitty punk bands like you love that stuff so much is it ever hard for you to hear that stuff and go like, well, story of the year sounds nothing like this. Like, is it, is it weird or is it hard to get inspiration from stuff like that? Knowing that like your band sounds nothing like those bands really? Um, no, uh, not really. I don't know. Cause I find stuff that is similar, you know, it's like usually the vocals aren't that far off from like what I would try to do. It's mm-hmm. just not as poppy as maybe what we would do or something, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I mainly uh, try to, like, get inspiration from, like, whatever they're singing about or, you know, the lyric content, lyrical content. So, I don't know. I I find ways. It's just like finding, watching a movie and getting inspired. It's the same thing. It's like, you know, you can hear something totally different and still find some kind of something that you'll get out of it. For the longest time, until to certain degrees, I'm still like this, where, like, I'm afraid to listen to anything in our genre because I don't want to, like, be influenced by it too much. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I have this, like, innate hesitation to listen to like like even that, that new used record that Feldman did like I found myself like apprehensive at first it's like dude do I want to listen to this like is it going to creep into our music like I don't know if you have, have like any of that you guys have any of that going on or whatever but it took me a minute and then I listened to it and I was like oh yeah some fucking cool stuff on here you know good job Feldy that's why it's good to listen to shit that we don't sound like at all because then yeah you don't really have to worry about that and you can kind of, you can accidentally rip stuff stuff off every once in a while and be like, man, nobody knows what the fuck that is, you know? It's not our, it's not in our world. Yeah, but everyone borrows from everybody. But that's, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's, a, I, it almost works against me because literally nothing I listen to sounds like our band. Like, I'm saying like nothing I listen to sounds like our yeah, band. You I know? think that's good. Yeah. Or well, just whatever. Agree. You know, who yeah. cares? There's no I rules, like bro. all kinds of different music, you know? Dude, sometimes my daughter will put on like shit and some, and like, uh, and randomly, I was like, damn, that's a fucking amazing song, you know? And it's just like Dua Lipa or something like that. That's just like... Dude, she's really good. She has some dope songs, dude. Yeah. Like, really, that, that, really that's dope. Maybe like the last new thing that I heard that I went, oh, whoa, this is good. Mm-hmm. I don't hate this. Yeah, I listen to, like, I legitimately listen to everything except country. And then even when that uh, Sergio Simpson record came out, with, with, it was all spacey with rock, like rock guitars and shit. I kind of <laughs> yeah. listened to that for a minute, but... I listen to everything, who? dude. Who is that? Sturgill Simpson. It's a country cat. Yep, him and that dude that Dave Grohl did the shit with. Sturgill Simpson sounds like a name that you would make up. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Grohl did yeah, some shit with another guy. Yeah, Sturgill Simpson's awesome. And then uh, hearing him on like Joe Rogan, was I was like, man, that guy kicks ass. 
There's a lot of great country, actually. Uh, Gabe from my other band, The Fuck Off and Dice, for the people who don't know, uh, he's in a country cover band, and so he always shows me all this new country shit all the time. And yeah. a lot of it's just fucking great. It's just good story. So you, yeah, like the lyrics are really good. It's just you know, like a different twang that you wouldn't listen to really, and you would think that you don't like it, but it's fucking good. I just have a lot of trouble listening to music made for racists. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, here we go again. The Sturgill Simpsons, <laughs> when that came out, so the Sound and Fury record, like the album cover, it's kind of similar to Wolves. Like the album yeah. covers this car, and like the song like starts with like the engine, and like it's very themed around like that. That I don't know. It's it's very like thematic in the same way Wolves is, and uh, inspired by cinema and pop culture and like um, Kurosawa and stuff like. I don't know, dude. It's just like I was like, whoa, kerosene. Kerosene. This dude did like something similar with Wolves, but he did it with a fucking car. You know, it's really cool. I think the song. And he had a movie. You hear, did you watch? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The movie that went along. Did you guys I didn't watch, watch shit? that? No, I didn't. I, I wanted to though. Dude. Yeah. Clayton, Clayton always told me about him back in the yeah. day. Yeah. It's fucking sweet. I'm so sorry, Adam. The fucking Zoom. Sorry. Go ahead. Shout out Clayton. Shout out Zoom. I think our next album should start with the sound of Dan's Prius doing regenerative braking. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like it'd be like when uh, Wild Side starts by Motley Crue when it goes, <laughs> but mine just goes. Mee. Dude, how long have you had that car? Over ten years, right? Two thousand seven, yeah, thirteen, fourteen yeah, yeah. years now. Till the wheels fall and off, and you've never had to replace the batteries or anything like that. Nah, man, I think it's a myth. <laughs> That's fucking dope. <laughs> no, it's the greatest car I've ever owned. If you see me rolling in that two thousand seven Prius, give me a little hing hing. <laughs> give me a little. <laughs> I want your real horn to go hang, hang. Just throw a dollar out the window and I'll catch it and it'll get me another hundred miles. <laughs> I went on like a three-day cure bender. So <laughs> yeah. There's that. I also love the Lumineers so much. Yeah, that's 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 good stuff, dude. Like they always do like all their albums, they have like their videos are like for every song for the entire record. Mm-hmm. It's like a movie. Yeah. It's good. That's fucking dope. Did you know what I love doing? I love finding like an old song that I know really, really well. And I search it on Apple music. They're like essentials playlist or whatever. And realizing that I know a bunch of songs by that artist and not, you know, like I never knew it was that artist, that band, like, um, the Hollies long, cool woman in a, in a black dress. Mm-hmm. Remember that song? I know all their fucking songs and, uh, foreigner, you know, the band foreigner. No, mm-hmm. who's foreigner. For real, yes. I mean, do you, can can you, can you like name Foreigner songs? No, nah, but I know their songs. I don't. I don't know the names. They're one of those bands where I was like, yeah, I know Foreigner, but until I went and actually like looked at the playlist, they're one of the fucking biggest bands of all time. Like I've had things like that where I I don't realize that I know all of a band's songs. Yep. And they're one of them. Like it's crazy. Like everything that plays on you know like pick a classic rock station. Dude, I I I called Ryan one day about uh that that song from Footloose. Holding out for a hero. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I was amazed because I had never fully listened to the whole song. Yeah, that's like, I only listened to the part in, like, the movie. Yeah. There's all kinds of weird shit happening in that song. And then I watched the video. When you guys get seven minutes of your life, because that's how long the actual song is, watch the video. It's the weirdest fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> is that the whole yeah, there's all kinds of weird like background choirs and shit happening, and like it's so Wee- weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm adding it right now. That song reminds me of the movie Who's Harry Crumb? 
Oh, yeah. Because it's in that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that yeah, yeah. movie. Dude, um, that's that, a good-ass song, dude. That era of a lot of those songs, if you really, like, really, really break them down and listen to them, like, they're, they're, they're genius because they sound so simple and they appeal to, like, a big, like, a widespread, like, pop pop audience you know but if you look at like really put on a microscope on it and look at what they're doing like a lot of it is really really like really good musicianship and like really intelligent songwriting and like it's fucking dope like uh everyone wants to rule the world by tears for fears but if you like it's so simple yep. it's, just, it's just like the it's so so fucking simple but if you look at what like the guitar is doing and what like the bass like it's like really intricate awesome shit that's like yeah dude. i listen to that song every morning Every morning I listen to that song. I watched the I watched a documentary on the Go Go's. It was fucking awesome. I don't know shit about the Go Go's. I had no idea that they were like a legitimate punk band, like mm. in the late seventies, early eighties, before they were like you know pop. They were a legitimate punk band. That's tight. Like gross and like fucking <laughs> gross. Most of tour those with like most of those early early eighties pop shit was like it came from punk rock usually. You know, yeah, mm. like Blondie and you know uh, you know this that, that whole fucking world. Especially mm-hmm. the chicks and like the runaways all became different people and Joan Jett and all them, but started in the punk world. Dude, I've said this to you guys before. Uptown Girl by Billy Joel is one of those songs mm-hmm. that it's super simple, but when you really think about it in songwriting terms, it's fucking magic, dude. It doesn't make any sense. There's no Dude, it sucks to cover, I can tell you that. Really? Uh The Fuck Off and Dies did that Me First in the Gimme's cover set. And uh Me First Me First and the Gimme Gimme's have covered that, so we covered it. It, during that set and it was it does it is really weird the key changes a whole bunch and it's fucking weird it's a weird yeah. fucking song yeah. you you guys should cover we didn't start the fire and remember all those lyrics <laughs> dude yeah right <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but dude billy joel's fucking brilliant man like yeah. that yeah. song i've again i've said this before but it's one of those songs where like i don't think you can write that like as a piano player or a guitar player and hand it to a singer and then make it work because every part it's like he was writing it as he was playing and it's like oh that works that's really catchy too and he just kept going there's no like true chorus that repeats exactly the same time Mm -hmm. or same same way every time every single part's a hook and just when you think it might repeat it just leads into the next part you know what i'm saying there's like no defined parts based on any rules yeah it's like stairway to heaven or like uh november rain like the songs that don't have like a definitive kind of structure you know but it's impossible to get any of the parts out of your head november yeah. rain's drums yep. are very structured okay <laughs> 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 well there's not really like a, i'm just kidding not, that's that's all i was talking about with just that yeah, yeah. but there's that. not like a chorus no i know right? i know, I know. it's no, just know. it's just like right? fucking 20 29 not minutes really, of not really just building up and yeah, changing yeah. And there's not a chorus hey, one drum fill one song the fucking, one drum fill. Fucking fill <laughs> yeah. it's consistent and yeah, then yeah. also fucking uh fucking kenny loggins top gun uh, danger zone danger zone <laughs> danger zone danger zone hey no symbols whole song <laughs> yeah so that's funny. weird not fucking one you know, symbol it just comes yeah. in real quick you, you know he didn't write that song you know nobody wrote any of these songs we're singing we're singing right now hey you know right. you know elvis didn't write any of his songs no but i'm saying do you know anything about that and a bunch of movie songs at that point it was like what we did with the fucking the wrestling song like they had a song a couple songs written and they were shopping it to different artists or whatever and Trevor Lukather told me this it's like Gary Bachman is this the person we're supposed to know Trevor Lukather you know no Steve Lukather Toto his no. kid you've Still met don't the know dude Steve Lukather. in LA long hair you know the dude anyway Toto was offered that song and they to do it you know for the movie and 
and turn it down. I know a dude's son from Toto. Yeah. That does ring a bell now that you say that. John Farnham probably wrote it. Yeah. John Farnham wrote all all those dope-ass songs. John Fogarty wrote it. Fog hat. (laughs) Go ahead, Scooter. Sorry. (laughs) No, uh, I was talking about Guns N' Roses. I was just thinking about, for people listening, I think it's kind of cool to know that our first manager as a, you know, a band on a major record label was the tour manager for Guns N' Roses in like throughout their whole their whole rise and fall, which is fucking amazing, the stories he used to tell us. I don't think we can maybe tell him on here, but he told us some pretty good stories. We can at least say that like when that legendary riot happened in our hometown, yeah. he was there for the whole thing. You know who else was there? My sister. My, I drove with my mom. I was like, me, Jared McGuire, uh, my little brother, we were like, I don't know, eight or whatever, seven. I don't know, young as fuck. I don't know. We drove my mom's station wagon to pick her up from that show. We dropped her off and picked her up. That was probably like 91 or 92. So you were probably like 10 or 11 at least. It would have been 92. Yeah, 92. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But I I remember, like I can remember going to pick her up like after that riot, you know. The wild dude, like as, as much antics and dumb shit that we've got up to, like you hear some of the stories of that band and it's just wow, like, dude. we are choir boys, you know? Yeah. Choir boy. We are choir boys. I burned down a church last night, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was in D.C. last Wednesday, so say something. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was you on the news. Wait, is that where that podium you gave me is from? Uh, yeah. I thought you bought that. That was me reliving even flow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we should maybe, maybe, can we rap maybe? Yeah. What? Let's, Let's wrap. wrap it up. Uh, go ahead. Here, I got you. Wrap it. Wrap over it. Can't. Can't, I got oh. nervous. Was it too fast? <laughs> Let me slow it down. <laughs> you want to wrap presents? All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's yep. be done. We got nothing great to say anymore. <laughs> we forgot how to talk. <laughs> Josh's solo record comes out next week. Don't forget hey, to I'm add a, it. I'm going to start my own podcast. <laughs> We're talking about to do it. Don't forget to add it on uh, parlor.com slash Josh. <laughs> slash Josh. Josh. Parlor.com slash Cracker Barrel slash Josh kills. The cool thing is you were the first Josh to get on there. Evidently. <laughs> oh, that's Josh, Josh wasn't taken. <laughs> Josh. Let, me, let me try this. Josh. Nope, it's good. We're so current in events, oh, aren't we? So, oh, so contemporary. Hey, everybody on uh, Discord, all of our patrons, thanks for one question and then just an endless stream of fucking memes. <laughs> did, did you see the one? The fucking one with Adam where the afterburners <laughs> his face yeah. is so good, yeah. dude. It just popped up, literally. Yeah. That's incredible. Fucking incredible. It. Be a part of our Patreon so you can send us stupid memes on, on uh, Discord as well. We actually look at it. If you are a patron and you're not on Discord, you fucking up. go look in the benefits, get linked up with that shit. And and hang out. It's just it's a fucking good time. We're in there sometimes. That's where all the uh, the live stream stuff, conversation, all, all that shit goes down. Hang out there. Be our friend. Yes, Hank. Hank out. All right, Dan, Marcella, tell the people where they can find you on social media. Tune in next week. We're all going to do mescaline before we do our podcast. <laughs> mescaline. <laughs> I don't even know what mescaline is, but we're going to try it out. <laughs> I'm going to do meth. Next week, we're all going to take melatonin. <laughs> three of us are going to fall asleep. That, Ryan's going to rage. That was this week. <laughs> yeah, we did that before the that show That was tonight. just now. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do Wolf of Wall Street and do the uh, 30-year-old lewds next week. Yes. See if we we'll can make it through. Get the lose. <laughs> then after we sign off, we'll rage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to tell them where they can find me. You can find me, St. Louis. 
at Dan Marcella on uh, the stuff, on the dot coms and the nets. Get the net. Hey, Josh underscore Wills 29, backslashes fourth to third. <laughs> Backslashing's 10. I am Ryan Phillips on the Instagram. That's it. Mine is at Adam the Skull on all the things. And back on the Patreon thing, it's patreon.com slash story of the year if you want to support this podcast and all the other stuff we're doing. When new music comes out, you'll probably be able to hear it sooner than other people. When we start playing shows again, there's benefits and involve that as well. So go check it out. Also, if you like this podcast and you're listening for the first time, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Leave it a rating or a review wherever you get podcasts. And we appreciate you. Josh doesn't, though. Now nah, he thinks you can suck one. <laughs> <laughs> That's good.